Are you struggling to lose weight? This is a problem for so many people these days because of poor lifestyle choices and other issues with the modern lifestyle. And this, can, and this problem can even be worse if you have adrenal fatigue, which tends to encourage weight gain. Hi everybody, this is the Dr. Lamb Show, and we're here to empower you to take control of your health. I'm Dr. Carrie Lamb, and I have Dr. Jeremy Lamb here, and we are experts Hello. in adrenal fatigue. And we like to see how it can affect your health and your life. And I'm going to share with you what you what we know about weight gain and what you can do about it. So, Dr. Jeremy, tell me a little about weight gain and why it's so common in adrenal fatigue. Yeah, so, I mean, the tendency to gain weight is very common in adrenal fatigue. Uh, and this weight gain that people often find, it's in the abdominal area especially in the truncal area and so they gain this adipose tissue and this fat tissue in this area and it's very hard to lose and you know it's because your body is trying to slow down and conserve your energy when you have adrenal fatigue and so imagine when your body's under stress and is trying to run away and is trying to conserve all its energy and so your body is trying to conserve its energy because you need as much energy to get through your stressful situation. And so it's hanging on to fat as a storage of metabolism and energy. And the best place to really do this is in your waist area. And that's why the muffin top is very common. And because a lot of the cortisol receptors are concentrating in the central region compared to the periphery. And so it's really a up uphill battle to climb when you're fighting against the body, uh, when you're trying to diet, when you're trying to exercise, because that's not really addressing what's going on. What is going on is your metabolism is uh, really trying to slow down. Right. So you're saying when someone has adrenal fatigue, their body is basically tired and their metabolism slows down. And that's why it's uh, thinking that it, it's going to be undergoing starvation. And that's why it tries to store and store and store. When, you're, when your body is in starvation mode or when it's trying to fight, it's not gonna think about um, um, burning through the energy. It's gonna really think about uh, conserving the energy, especially with chronic stress, right? And yeah. so as you store, like you said, most of it goes to the, where you have a lot of cortisol receptors in the fat cells, which is abdominally area, or even in the waist and, and the butt, and definitely not in the extremities, not like your arms and your legs, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, what happens, so really when, when people try to diet and they try to go through uh, extreme exercises and things like that, it could actually make things even worse because it's, stressing your body out even more and trying to tell your metabolism to slow down even more. And mm -hmm. so, so a lot of our patients come in and tell us, no matter how much we exercise, how much I diet, you know, I'm still gaining that weight. So what am I doing wrong? Right. 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 And, and so what is actually happening with the weight um, when they have adrenal weakness? Is it only an adrenal issue or are there other root, root things that might be making the adrenals worse? It could be a, a variety of issues that could be making their adrenals worse as well. You know, we have our neuroendometabolic uh, stress response. So if your detoxification pathway is not great, then if you're not detoxing well, that could lead to more stresses in your body. 
especially maybe if you're bioenergetic or your immune response is also not as well as it should be, then that also in, in uh, some circumstances causes inflammation and uh, increases stress on your body as well that could be making your adrenal fatigue worse. Right, right. So you talked about the detox and the bioenergetic circuit and the inflammation circuit, which are more on the metabolic side, but on the neuroendocrine side, you definitely have the hormones, right? Where the adrenals are and the thyroid is where we hear a lot of people with hypothyroid or thyroid issues um, start to gain a lot of weight and have a very difficult time losing it. Even a lot of uh, a lot of people we see, they say, oh, um, my doctor says I have hypothyroid. I got started on thyroid medications and yet I'm not losing the weight. Um, you know, it maybe worked for a few months, but then it stopped working again. It's because they're not really um, getting to the underlying root issue that maybe it's an adrenal issue or other hormone imbalances that could be causing the weight issue. Is that right? Right. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And that's ex exactly kind of our approach is where you have to start at the root with helping and supporting healthy adrenals first. And once that's done, then the weight will come off. So it's, uh, we tell our patients, you know, don't worry about the weight. We have to give it some time. And really, you know, just understanding that the weight issue is just a reflection of adrenal weakness. And so it may take some time, you know, we tell our patients three, six months, even nine months, but it's better to do it the right way rather than going through, you know, these exercise programs, yo-yo diets, keto diets, paleo diets, intermittent fasting. Not to say that any of these are really wrong. I mean, exercise is good for you and some of these diets are good for you, but it has to be in the right context, right? Under the right guidance and when your body can handle it, really. Right. And so when you set the right time, it really also depends on what stage of adrenal fatigue you're in. So someone who's pretty healthy and young and able to exercise without getting tired afterwards, sure, they can uh, spend a little in, in exercising and doing the right diet, meaning eating cleanly. Um, but someone who's in the later stages of adrenal fatigue and even into adrenal exhaustion, if they push their adrenals even more than the adrenals are ready, meaning exercising more than it should, meaning if you, if you exercise and you start to feel tired, that means you've overdone it, right? Or if you crash even after doing a little walk, that's definitely listening to your body is very key and not pushing your adrenals to work harder than it should that's the time where you really need to ask yourself is exercise really what i need right now and in later stages of adrenal fatigue we actually tell a lot of our um, uh, patients to to not exercise and to regain the nutrients and the nutrition and the reserves that your adrenals need to get back on track because if your adrenals only have this tank of gas and it's not full and you continue to uh, burn through the gas and you're really running on empty, the more you burn through it, which exercise can do, which coffee, caffeine, uh, chronic stress can do, if you keep burning through it, you're not going to get the weight off. You're just going to stress your adrenals out even more. And so it's key to really take the time, get your adrenals back on track by doing the right you know, nutrients, get the reserve, um, and then down the line, definitely working on the exercise when your body is ready and not 
letting your body go through crashes and unnecessary stress, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, as we've emphasized here, if you have uh, dealing with adrenal fatigue and you're trying to lose some weight and you want some help with that, with addressing the underlying problems, then give our office a call at 714-242-8795. And we can give you some information on finding and addressing the root cause. You know, unfortunately, many people who suffer from weight gain because of adrenal fatigue just keep trying to do the things and with the right intention. Unfortunately, they don't get the right results and it can be damaging to your body. So give us a call and we can give you uh, some information and some tips to uh, get back on the right track. Right. Or visit our website, lamclinic.com, lamclinic.com, and definitely find our phone number there. Okay. And so there are a lot of people that go to different practitioners and they might end up on a lot of different supplements and herbs um, and quick fixes or even thyroid medication. thyroid medication. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right? Like adaptogenic herbs, vitamin B complex, boosting your energy. Um, what do they do, you know, for your, for your body and if you have adrenal fatigue? Yeah, I mean, they can stimulate you and give you, uh, increase your metabolism and give you energy for a little bit, but uh, sooner or later, the effects uh, start to run out. Uh, it's kind of like you're stepping, you know, and when you're giving your car gas, right, and you're pressing on the gas a lot, and you're stimulating and you're stimulating, but over time, you're just going to burn through your engine and burn through the gas, and you're going to be using much more than you actually need. So short term, it can help boost you. But again, in the long term, it might not be such a great idea. Mm. Yes, and definitely depends on that. So someone healthy can definitely handle it. But someone who's in the later stages of adrenal fatigue probably cannot, right? So right. Quick, fixes, quick fixes, crash diets, they don't work when you have adrenal fatigue. And in fact, they, they might make things worse, right? But we have five principles today to help you stay on a good ideal diet that won't stress out your adrenals and might help you lose weight more naturally and actually feel better, okay, at the same time. So what are what is number one, Dr. Jeremy? Well, number one would be uh, really having a diet that you can work around and that it is easy for you to do. You know, you want to be have a diet that is easy to keep up with. You know, if you have adrenal fatigue, then you don't want something that's super complicated and very limiting because, again, you need the proper nutrients in your body. So stressing out about a diet, you know, calorie counting or, hey, can I eat this? Can I not eat this? It's not going to be helping your adrenals out. So it's important to find something that is easy to follow that will be stress-free and you will be grateful and your adrenals will also be grateful for that. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's good. So keep it simple, keep it easy. Um, so you have less headaches so that you can actually follow the diet. Number two, a really good thing to figure out is your sensitivities, especially in adrenal fatigue. A lot of people have food sensitivities that might actually be stressing your body out more than you think that would be causing inflammation in your gut. And so some people are sensitive enough or if they've been doing it long enough that they can tell what their body is sensitive to. But if you don't know what you're sensitive to or you're kind of just starting out, 
Sometimes it might be easier to get a food sensitivity test. Um, and that you we can use as a general guideline to help eliminate some foods that your body is sensitive to. And we order those tests for our patients too. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't want to go through eliminating because it's quite a bit of work. You can do a test as one. That's the easiest and quickest way to find out what you're sensitive to and what you're allergic to. Right. But if you don't want to pay for a food sensitivity test, mm -hmm. you could do a food diary and like you said, do the elimination diet, right? Where you actually eliminate, eliminate the main culprits. The biggest culprits are usually gluten, dairy, corn, soy, and sugar. And if you just eliminate those five uh, to begin with and see how your symptoms improve. And so, symptoms are different for every person. Some might say I have bloating, some might say I have headaches, some might say I have eczema or skin issues or I have cough or asthma. And so your body, uh, response to inflammation and food sensitivities in a lot of different ways. Some people can say it's brain fog. And so when you eliminate, you want to see, hey, do my symptoms actually go away? And if they do, then you can slowly add back in depending uh, if you're ready to and if um, and one at a time. Okay. So that's how you can very easily see if you have any food sensitivities to those big five culprits which the government has subsidized in, in America to produce lots of, and it's highly GMO'd, and that's why those five substances are what causes a lot more problems in people nowadays. Okay. Uh, the number three principle that you want to follow is that you want to help and get good bacteria into your body. And you also want to starve out the bad bacteria. And we're mainly talking more about the microbiome and the gut bacteria in your intestines, in your stomach, um, and in your colon as well. So you really need to be giving your good bacteria uh, the nutrients which, is, which it likes, such as fiber, uh, fermented foods, which are also high in probiotics. Uh, sometimes taking a supplement and probiotics give you good bacteria, and then also starving the bad bacteria, and bad bacteria likes uh, processed foods, they like high sugary foods. And the bacteria is important in your gut and how that relates to the weight because they help break down the foods that you eat, right? So if you have good bacteria, then that's gonna help with your diet, is going to help with breaking down certain foods and that's going to help you with staving st uh, staving off some of the weight as well mm -hmm. and so you want a good balance between really the good bacteria and the bad bacteria yeah they've actually done some studies even in some mice of uh, skinny mice and fat mice where they transferred the microbiome, meaning the bacteria from the fat mice into the skinny mice and the skinny mice actually ended up becoming fat also. And, and so the microbiome is like a whole nother system in your body that you don't know is working, but it's working very hard and in a good way sometimes for you if you keep it happy, right? Um, because it basically, there's so much more DNA and genetic systems in this microbiome than your, even your own body. And so um, it's very important to, to have a good balance. So if you've even taken antibiotics in the past that can wipe up both good and bad bacteria and can wipe it out for a good six months. So it does take time to rebuild your bacteria if you've taken antibiotics. And so 
eating the foods that are high in fiber, like Dr. Jeremy, you said, and taking probiotics or uh, fermented foods are ways that you can naturally get uh, these good, um, good bacteria in your gut. Right. And then that, and then that leads to really our number point number four, which is, you know, soluble fiber. And it's really good to just keep things flowing uh, and keep your bowels moving and really flushing everything out and getting that going. And soluble fiber is what really helps with that. You don't want to get constipated because then that can really um, not help your body detox. And then also in that case, uh, not help with the weight loss as well. So soluble fiber is one of uh, the very important tools that you need to consider when you're doing a diet regarding weight loss. That's good. Um, and the last mm, principle number five is to eat as whole as possible. What does it mean to eat whole? So you really want to know where your food come from, right? I usually ask my patients, where does an apple come from? And they will obviously say it comes from an apple tree. But where does apple sauce come from? Where does apple pie come from? We don't exactly know what ingredients they put in there, where they process it, what extra sugar has been gone, gone through the factory when it gets baked or when it gets made. So that is not a whole food. Anything that's in a package is not whole. So if you want to make sure you're eating whole, make sure you can picture where your food actually comes from. Is it from the ground? Is it from the tree? Um, is it from the soil? Uh, and that is what it means by eating whole foods. Okay. Well, uh, I really enjoyed all those five different tips and we hope that you guys enjoyed our podcast here too and found that you know this is very helpful and we hope that you can use this information to lose weight without impacting your overall health and well-being. Uh, if you want more help building a healthy diet with adrenal fatigue, then call our office at 714-242-8795 for a free initial consultation. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, make sure to share and subscribe for future episodes. Thanks for listening and remember that we're here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.